Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael. And I'm Molly. And today we have a full news episode for you. There's a lot of news to get through and really all corners of the reality TV universe. So we figured it was a good chance for us to catch up on all the news from this last week or so. And um, we will get started. So we have first here an update on a story that we actually haven't covered yet on here, but we now have the full story to get to because we finally have an answer. Um, Clayton Eckerd from The Bachelor has been going through this whole uh, ordeal with um, the his ex-girlfriend claiming that he is the father of her twins and he did a paternity test, and we have the results now to get through. So, Molly, why don't you take it away? Give us a little summary of this whole situation and where we are now with it. Yeah, I feel like Colt, or Clayton, sorry. Clayton can never catch <laughs> I do that a break. Um, like, he was first accused of, like, other stuff that happened, like, a year ago, and now it's, like, the baby, or not accused, but someone thought it was him, like, in the wild and <laughs> when it wasn't him and then <laughs> in the situation where an ex of his like told him he was the father of her twins and he was like no way like this wouldn't have been me like it just didn't line up in his head so just to be extra cautious he went and took a paternity test so that everyone can get off his back and saying that like or also the Act saying like okay well this isn't actually my child like or children because twins um and so he got the results back like only a few days ago saying that they were negative so he's not the father um and so he's now like people are just like give Clayton a break <laughs> like he's, he's gone through some stuff um people are accusing him of things that aren't true um and so I kind of feel bad for him but also happy that it's now he knows he's in the clear like he had the feeling he was but he didn't have that for sure like 100% answer yet which is a stressful feeling um of like thinking that you could I mean he I don't think he really thought it that he could potentially be the father but because others were saying that he was like he just wanted to make sure like it wasn't him um and so it's just kind of a wild story but at least it's come to a close now hopefully there are no other claims against Clayton and he can live his life freely yeah definitely um it it does sound like the mother is still claiming that he's lying about the results I don't know you know if that means that the story isn't over yet but it, it certainly sounds like on his end at least that to him it's over and I, I I think that's probably the last we're going to hear about it I can't imagine that this is still going to go on further and there's going to be another twist in it <laughs> um yeah a little bit of a, a crazy unexpected story these last couple of weeks but I'm um, glad that he can he can hopefully put that to bed now um in other bachelor nation news we have another bachelor breakup 
Piper James and Brendan Moray have broken up. They met on um, Bachelor. Well, <laughs> they didn't meet on Bachelor in Paradise season seven. <laughs> um, they actually were involved in a bit of a scandal that season because of the fact that they had met before the season and there were um, a lot of the other cast members who were upset with the fact that Brendan seemingly used Natasha at the beginning of the season to make it far enough into the show to still be there when Piper actually got to the beach, at which point he dumped Natasha and went all in on Piper. And they lasted, I mean, a couple of years after the show. Gotta give them that. But um, apparently they are no longer together. Um, it, it seems like we might be hearing from at least Piper in the near future to give more details on it um molly what what was your take on on all that yeah i was always interested like well because they were involved in the scandal it kind of felt like right when that happened like they weren't gonna be staying together and then they were back together i don't know if they actually like broke up but like then they were together um and so I was like hopeful because like I feel like a, a couple like that like does get back together like it kind of means like they're really trying to make it work and like wanting to stay together but at this point I think they were living in different cities like on different coasts like he moved to LA and she was still in New York and so I think once that happened like it kind of more so like allowed there to be like more distance there which like made it harder to like sustain that because obviously long distance is hard and I think they were just probably just wanting different things in that point um and I don't really know what went down because we haven't heard from either of them but I do follow Piper on TikTok so I hope she shares some of the stuff in, of like what happened or like how she's feeling overall about it soon just because I'm curious but um obviously she doesn't have to share um but maybe she'll go on a podcast or something I feel like people are gonna want to hear it um but overall like I just I think they definitely just were not meant to be forever like I think it was like they they really got along well but I think it wasn't like a this is it situation mm -hmm. yeah I I bet we'll hear from and, and I here's my guess is that in the next like week or two we're going to hear more from her and then he's going to respond and then it's going to kind of get ugly <laughs> I feel like just from where what she said so far it sounds like there is a story there yeah and I'm I'm excited like you said to hear <laughs> a little bit more of those details um because I mean this wasn't exactly you know the smoothest relationship from the way it started so yeah. Uh, yeah there's there's probably some some story there but I always feel like those couples though that kind of I, I never believed the first breakup with them I yeah. always felt like that was just for everyone to get off their back like okay we're not together anymore like stop giving us hate and then as soon as it died down they got back together that's why I, I didn't really say like the breakup I meant was like more like the, the saying they broke up not like right. they actually broke up <laughs> right but I do feel like a lot of those couples where it's like them against the world, they do kind of, on The Bachelor universally, they do kind of tend to do well. Like Ari and Lauren, I mean, yeah. certainly had a, a bad start there. And and they're still together with, with babies now. Um, they kind of want to prove people wrong in a way. Right. Like, I guess they like kind of 
it's like trauma bonding I guess like they, yeah. you know like they're going they're the only people who understand what each other's going through in terms of the hate that they're getting and so they kind of just have to lean on each other and then it bonds them and then you know I guess once it dies down they can actually have a normal relationship but you know I I would say in terms of the bachelor universe this was a fairly successful long-term relationship but yeah I guess just not meant to be in the yeah um but speaking of a relationship potential relationship I guess you could say that maybe will go the distance who knows probably not uh (laughs) there's been some speculation about um a dancing with the stars couple from this season harry jowsey and riley arnold um they were spotted recently holding hands together um there is a bit of an age difference between them i want to point out harry i believe is 26 and riley is 18 yeah it feels a little icky to me (laughs) i don't know um but what do you think about that do you think there's anything there or is this just wild speculation I think right now it's just wild speculation like I think that they're just really close as dance partners and obviously like in Dancing with the Stars like you have to be close to your dance partner and moving and dancing like Taylor like they're already doing all that stuff and I think that video I saw of like them holding hands leaving the concert they were at I actually also saw Tate McRae she was really good but they were seeing Tate McRae in concert and they were kind of like in a crowd like very crowded space and they were moving through a crowd so I I assumed the holding hands was kind of like we're staying together and leaving this place because there's a lot of people because I know I do that too with friends like I'll just like grab someone's hand right. or like move through an area so I think it had more of that implication versus anything like more romantic like I can't say like maybe down the line things will change but like as of right now like that's how it feels to be is more just friendly yeah no I agree I think even if after the season ends you know they decide to explore a relationship I feel like right now it's hard to do that while they're in the season I feel like that just really complicates things when they're trying to navigate like being in a relationship and also learning a dance and like you know being on the show it just I feel like that's too much and you know we'll see what happens when the season ends but I can't imagine that right now they're trying to actually start a relationship that just feels like a bad idea um they're already so busy what's right they're already so busy doing dancing exactly yeah like there's no time when are they gonna like go on dates and like they're (laughs) learning they're spending all day training like I just can't imagine that they would do that but look I mean last season we have a couple uh that that was partners uh Britt and Daniel are dating now we didn't but we didn't hear anything about that until the season was over so yeah that's just kind of my guess but um also like I know Harry and Riley like they're both really big on TikTok and like they're sharing Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff with each other on TikTok too, which is also, I think, adding to the speculation of like, they're hanging out in each other's apartments or like, they're like with each yeah, other. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. I know, it doesn't though. mean anything. But like, people are reading into that mm-hmm. and saying that's why. And I think that's why we're hearing so much about like, this situation right now. Like, I just think they're just hanging out because they want to get to know each other better as dance partners and friends. Like, it's like, 
what's so wrong about that <laughs> right like it's Riley's first season I'm sure she is really you know wanting to get close with her partner and want it to be a good experience and um and obviously you know Harry is I feel like anytime Harry's linked to anyone like it's they're, they're dating it's like you know he's just one of those people that if he's seen with any female they're dating they're gonna get married like the rumor mill just starts so quickly but I agree I I think that all of this is just speculation at this point and it probably really means just about nothing but (laughs) but we'll see and they it is fun to see their TikToks I wouldn't say they're the best at dancing right now or I mean Riley's great but Harry's not um but (laughs) we'll see how long they last and like if anything comes of it or afterwards if anything does but as of now I'm just I predicting it's just gonna stay friendly yeah i agree um so moving on to the selling oc universe tyler staland is leaving the oppenheim group officially he is going to work for his father and obviously tyler was a huge part of the first two seasons of the show I would say especially last season, as we talked a lot about his relationship with Alex Hall and Polly, I'm sure it's going to continue to be a big uh, part of season three, which is already filmed. So he will be a part of that season. But um, I I don't know if we will see anything about him leaving the Oppenheim group or whether that is that, you know, that is more recent and and happened post-filming for season three and we won't really see it until potential season four. but. Do you think that him leaving has anything to do with the any backlash he's gotten from the show or his relationships with the women? Or is it solely just a business move and, and you know, totally separate from any of the drama going on? I think it's a little sus that <laughs> it, he was working for his father prior to telling the OC coming on air. And then he le- is leaving it after he was on for two seasons or I guess now three seasons. And only with that Oppenheim group when that, like, when selling OC was a thing. So I feel like he wanted to be on Netflix and, like, be in, in the world of reality TV. And then now that he realized it's, like, not so great to be like that, like, I think now he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go back and work for my father and not be, and not have to film anymore. Um, Which... I don't know if I blame him completely for that. Like, good for him that he's, like, recognized he doesn't really want to be in that spotlight of it. But it is interesting, like, that scenario of, like, well, he didn't even have to start an Alpaham group to begin with if he didn't want it. But I guess he didn't know in that moment, obviously. He didn't know about what was going to come from it. So, I don't know. It's interesting if that if there's a reason why, like, if there's any drama there with anyone in the office and all that stuff that, like, contributed to it because of now as of now like we're not really sure just like all the speculation with that but that's my opinion but what do you think yeah no I mean I I just wonder I guess if he feels like this has uh damaged his reputation or could potentially if he continues on damage it even further it kind of makes me wonder what's in season three like if he maybe thinks that he's gonna look really bad in season three and um that that could be a part of that reason as well who knows um but god i mean he lost a marriage for the show so i mean 
what else does he have to lose at this point? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think we'll know more after season three. I think if, if he doesn't come off bad in that season, then it'll kind of almost make me feel like it is unrelated and mm -hmm. that maybe he just felt like, I don't know, that he'd prefer, that he'd be able to be better off working with his father. I, I have no idea. I think it's hard to tell until the next season airs because we, we just don't know where everything lands after that. But um, it certainly is suspicious. So. Yeah. I think that's all we can kind of say for now. We'll just have to wait and see. Yes. Um, next we have here an, I guess, update on another lawsuit involving Love is Blind. So this involves a season five contestant who we actually do not see on the show. So this story was cut because of these allegations. Um, but season five contestant Tran Dang um, is suing the producers of Love is Blind over allegations of a sexual assault involving his uh, partner from the show, who he apparently got uh, engaged to in the pods, and then uh, they were in Mexico when this event happened. Um, it happened uh, allegedly on May 3rd of 2022 when they were filming in Mexico that um, there was a sexual assault that occurred and he feels that production just kind of swept it aside and uh, didn't take appropriate action because of it. You know, this isn't the first lawsuit that the show's been a part of and it's sad to see that we have yet another uh, another incident on our hands, um, but what what was your take on? I know you read the article. Um, yeah, I think is trans a female or the was it like a, a woman was make was making allegations? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So her part her partner was Thomas Smith. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought it was trans was the girl. I think you yes. said accident, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> but um. Yeah. It's really like love is blind. Just I don't know. There seems to be lots of problems behind the scenes of this right now, but it's like, it's it's really sad that, that they also like were cutting it entirely just because of like, they had these allegations come out about it. And so, I mean, before it, I guess, aired because we just heard about these allegations now, but it's just like, I feel like, I think that Love is Blind if they're continuing to be in the spotlight like this in a negative way, like they really have to make some sort of statement or changes on their side or else like, I don't know how feasible it is for people to like continue to want to go on or be even watching the show. Um, and so I hope that they make changes and that people don't feel this way. Cause if she were to go to the production and say all these things and then they not do anything about it, like that's a problem um which we also we don't we only hear it from her side and and we also were trying i think there were some points of the article of sharing the producer saying that she didn't go to them or say all these these things that were happening so it was another like he should he said she said situation it sounds like with her and the producers in this scenario um 
so like obviously like I believe like I don't want to believe anyone who has experienced sexual assault so like I'm on her side in this situation but it's still really scary to think about it um in that terms of like what is production doing then or like are they doing stuff on that side um but yeah so I hope that they can figure their stuff out um because I really do enjoy the show overall and I don't want it to be like taken off air but I think if it doesn't they don't make changes like it really feasibly could be Mm -hmm. no yeah um to you know be fair and and give you know the production side of it they have released a statement saying that Dang never informed the producers of any alleged wrongdoing of any kind and continued in the experiment for weeks after the time her lawyers now claim an incident occurred um creator Chris Collins said that Dang never told us she felt unsafe or experienced any of the allegations that she made um and as a production time smith the uh, defendant has not publicly responded to Dang's claims but I mean, look, it, it's hard when they're getting so many allegations about the show and they just keep denying all of them. It's like, are all of these people just making all this up? No, I don't. I, I just find that very hard to believe um, and that all of these people are going through these things and then not coming forward about it. Maybe there's a reason they feel like they can't come forward about it. Maybe they're too scared to come forward about it at the time, thinking that they're going to be retaliated against for it and get a bad edit or you know who knows I feel like these people probably feel like they have no power and so they just go through with it until they can't anymore whereas you know if they were made to feel like they can come forward and be honest and go to the producers and and feel heard and seen and that there would actually be action taken they probably would be more likely to come forward so I think that's hard and you know it is one of those things where it's like it is going to be it's a little hard to watch a show when you know that there's all this behind the scenes drama and uh that you know these contestants may not feel you know be treated the best and uh it's like you know do you stop listening to a song when you know that the singer is a terrible person or has said some you know something horrible it's like a lot of people feel differently about things like that they can put the song aside from the singer or put the show aside from the production company but you know I know at least for me that's hard to do sometimes Um, but I mean look I have continued to to watch it I think we're probably going to be talking about season five next week on the podcast (laughs) but um, yeah I I don't know it's it's a weird situation I, I don't know that we've ever really seen a show this early in its run such a popular show have so many allegations against it I, yeah. I can't remember one you know we see this with shows that have been on for you know a decade and then you hear stories from years and years ago but I, I, I don't remember a time when we've had a show this young in its life have so many allegations that is continuing to be so popular yeah so we'll see what happens but right now it's still on the news headlines so yeah yeah it continues to be yeah um (laughs) next we have um former teen mom star uh teen mom two star janelle evans um has had this 
whole situation these past few weeks with her 14-year-old son, Jace. He's gone missing three times, I believe, um, in the past month or so. There's been a lot of allegations um, that uh, Jace's father, David Eason, is abusive towards him, and uh, that's why he's running away. Um, Now Janelle has allegedly um, called 911 to try to find out where Jace is and that she believes her mother Barbara is hiding him. It's a whole situation. Um, This family has always been drama (laughs) since, you know, she was on the show, but um, she hasn't been on the show for years and continues to to be all this drama. Um, We we really haven't delved into the Teen Mom universe at all, uh, but the, the story just keeps continuing. So I felt like it was time to to bring up <laughs> something about it but um molly i don't know if you're familiar at all with the situation but um yeah it's, it's a lot yeah no i hadn't heard of it because i don't follow team mom stuff like i don't you know, watch the show so maybe i like maybe one or two videos have come up on my for you page on tiktok about it mm-hmm. but I probably scrolled past them because i was like i don't <laughs> watch this yeah um but yeah i know that's kind of a crazy story it is yeah um there there is an update um just within the last day or so that um the brunswick county sheriff's department um has confirmed that the audio of the 911 call does exist um but due to it containing medical information regarding a minor it's not public record but it it does they do to confirm that the 911 call is in fact true and that the audio does exist but um i'm sure there will be more updates on this to come there have been almost every day for the last probably two or three weeks so (laughs) it's a whole ordeal um next we have so um hannah burner and Paige desorbo from uh bravo summer house were just on sheena shea's podcast shenanigans and uh Paige revealed that there's a lot of the Bravo Liberties wedding invite uh, guests or would have been wedding guests to Lindsay and Carl's wedding that um, was scheduled for early November um, are still planning to go to Cancun where the wedding was set to uh, take place since they already paid for their uh, hotels there and uh, they might as well, you know, go and have a good time. But she said that she was unsure whether Lindsay and or Carl was planning to join them there. And so my question to you, would you, if you were Lindsay, let's just say Lindsay, who's kind of the the victim in this, you know, Carl's the one who ended the relationship early. If you were Lindsay, would you still want to go to Cancun during that date with your friends? Or would that be a little bit almost too close to home? as where your wedding was supposed to be yeah that's a really interesting question because I mean I don't know I I really I think I would say no but then also like maybe if she's able to disassociate from that like of like thinking that oh this is gonna be my wedding which like I don't know how she would like you know like that's like a very big life event happening and then it's not happening anymore like I would say like it's gonna be extremely hard for anyone to go through something like that like 
going to their actual wedding destination, staying in the same place, staying that same weekend, like that, like maybe I could go like a few months after or like a few years after, but not like the exact moment that it was supposed to happen. And I mean, I guess with the wedding guests, like they're not the ones who are getting married. So I may be a little bit upset with my, I saw like family and friends going to spend like the weekend still in Cancun, like without me going. But I think I would do that for my mental health. Like, I don't think I would still be going. Like, I think I wouldn't care as much like if others did go versus like, I don't know if I would feel comfortable going. Um, I would just take the loss at that point of what I paid because that just seems like a lot emotionally, but I don't know how you, yeah. what do you think you would do? I think that maybe I would want, I think I would want to do something that weekend though to yeah. take my mind off of it because otherwise if I'm just like sitting at home on the weekend when I was supposed to get married <laughs> like and then you know all of my friends were still going that that would kind of be a lot to handle so I think maybe what I would suggest would be and I know that this kind of defeats the purpose of it because the whole point was that they already paid for the hotels and everything so they might as well go but I think I would maybe ask at least some of my friends like if we could go somewhere else that weekend yeah. not where the wedding was supposed to be because that is probably a little bit too close to home mm-hmm. but maybe going somewhere else during that same weekend with you know the wedding party or people who you know close friends who were supposed to be there would be a good way to still have a good weekend and take my mind off of what was supposed to be that weekend but without being directly there I don't know but it's an interesting scenario I feel like that um that it's it it, you know it it feels like a lot of at least the Marvel celebrities who were supposed to go um a lot of them because it's right after BravoCon which is this huge event happening in Vegas this year um where everyone from Bravo uh, comes and all the fans come and they get to meet them and they do a bunch of panels and everything. And so apparently it's right after that weekend. And so a lot of them are going to basically go straight from there to Cancun. So sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend on social media to follow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was going to say, say I'll follow all of them just to see the drama or if there's drama or where they are. Um, you put that many bravo loves in a room together there will be drama i can guarantee that i feel bad for Lindsay though still so we'll we'll see what i happens. know yeah and i i mean i think we're getting pretty close probably to at least the trailer coming out for summer house usually that starts in about february or late january so that trailer usually would come a month before that which makes me think probably like start of the new year we'll get trailer so that would be a good season um speaking of bravo we got a ton of bravo trailers this week which was (laughs) it was a big week for for that um we got a real houses of beverly hill season 13 trailer which premieres october 25th coming up just a couple weeks here um that will cover the whole kyle mauricio morgan wade drama we saw that um in the trailer so that will be, I think, kind of the the major story of the season. So that'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, we got A Real Houses of Miami season six trailer premiering November 1st. We will see. That's 
very sad because we will see Gertie going through cancer, uh, breast cancer during that season. Um, and um, it looks like a, a great season, though. A lot of drama in the trailer. We got a Married to Medicine season 10 trailer premiering November 5th um, that will um, introduce um, former Real Housewives of Atlanta star Phaedra Parks into the group. Um, as well as, and this is really interesting, so we have Quad, who is a main cast member of the show, um, her ex-husband, his new girlfriend is joining the cast. So that will be really interesting. It's something we've really seen before is a cast member's ex-husband's current girlfriend joining the group. <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting and some drama yeah. waiting to happen definitely um that will be really interesting i'm curious to see how all that plays out <laughs> so that premieres november 5th um and that's it for the bravo trailers so then we have um a peacock trailer still in the nbcu family <laughs> um this I'm really excited for. We have um, Love Island Games. We got the cast introduced and um, a, not really a trailer, but a cast announcement video. Um, that premieres November 1st. So that is very much kind of like a Bachelor in Paradise type show for Love Island. We have from uh, cast members from every international Love Island uh, franchise, some really big names from the Love Island universe are going to be on there. It sounds like it's kind of more of like competition than, I guess, original Love Island. Kind of more like, it reminds me, I guess, of maybe like Bachelor Pad. Mm -hmm. From my understanding, I don't know exactly how it works, but I really miss Bachelor Pad. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited for this and I hope it's similar. Yeah, I'm excited for this as well. Even though I don't watch Love Island, I haven't, like, I don't really know the cast members but I'm excited to get into it in this season because I know like with the general Love Island like, there's just so many episodes to catch up on and watch like if I didn't mm -hmm. start it in the beginning I just like wasn't gonna catch up and so for this I'll put it on my calendar for November 1st I'll make sure I watch it um and so I won't get stuck behind and or this won't be as many episodes though but in general like I just want to I want to see it because I miss Bachelor Pad as well because that was such a fun game fun show yeah. yeah I I think here's my guess and I don't know because it hasn't come out yet and this is the first season but I feel like this should be pretty easy to get into even if you don't watch the, sh the main show because unlike Bachelor in Paradise you know Bachelor in Paradise there's so basically all of the cast is from like the most recent season of the show and so they all come in with like pre-existing friendships pre-existing relationships and so I feel like it's a little bit harder to like understand what's happening if you're not familiar with the cast but with this because they are pulling from so many different seasons and versions of the show most of them don't know each other so I feel like there's not a lot of like pre-existing friendships or anything so it'll kind of be starting mostly from scratch other than like a couple of people knowing each other here and there so I think it'll be pretty easy to get into for anyone who hasn't watched the main show. Um, yeah. So but it is, I will say it is still six days a week, but uh, I don't think it's as long of a season as the main show. So even though it is on pretty frequently, I think it's only going for like a few weeks rather okay. than 
six weeks or so like the main show which ends up being you know 40 plus episodes so <laughs> my guess is that it's not as long it's the different big difference is that it's pre-taped rather than airing live as it's filming so very recently it taped like just last month but it it isn't live so there's no public voting or anything like that like the main show has um so that also makes me feel like it's more of like a competition rather than you know there's no american voting so i think it's like who leaves and who goes is more based on like who wins a competition and you know gets power to like vote someone out i i don't know they haven't really announced the format but that's just kind of my guess but I think it will be very good. The cast has been saying uh, on social media that it's going to be a wild ride. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that as well. And then last but not least, we have the um, season seven premiere date for Selling Sunset. It premieres November 3rd. Um, Heather Ray Elmusa is no longer um, a main cast member on this season. Um, which she commented on Instagram, making me think she's not very happy that she was not a main cast member. <laughs> um, it is kind of weird to me. I don't really know why they didn't call her back after she had her baby. But um, it, I, I just wonder, you know, if she'll be back for season eight or if, you know, she just kind of films a few episodes here and there now and then kind of just falls off. I don't know. What What do you think? Yeah, I was surprised to see that because I feel like Heather is a big, big cast member in the past seasons. So maybe like the Selling Sunset producers were just like, oh, they they thought that she was going to want to have more time of like raising her baby and like all that stuff of like that, like after being pregnant, like having the baby is a lot of work. So maybe they, they kind of thought that, but I guess didn't really communicate that if she was like upset to not be in the show um but yeah I don't know we'll see what it's like I hope she comes back because I like Heather um and I want to see her baby um but yeah I don't know it's interesting though because I mean I guess we'll have to see how this uh, this season shakes out without her I mean I'm sure there's still gonna be enough drama and everything that happens in the show that she's not like 100% needed but I do like her as a cast member on the show yeah, it, it's just weird because, like, I know how they're going to obviously spin her not being there this time because she just had a baby. She's on maternity leave. Like, that makes it really easy. But they did call Christine Quinn back when she had her baby. And basically on the show, it was like she just popped the baby out and then was back at work the next day. And that was, you know, had no weight gain, was fully back to normal, like, <laughs> the next day it felt like on the show. <laughs> Um, which obviously wasn't how it happened, but that was kind of how it appeared. But I don't know in the future, if she stays with the Oppenheim group, I don't know how they're going to spend her not being on the show anymore because everyone else has left the show, if I'm remembering right. Christine, Vanessa, um, uh, Maya, they all actually left the Oppenheim group or moved out of LA and that's why they are no longer on the show. So that made it, you know, that made sense that they weren't there anymore, but they really haven't just let go of someone other than Davina, but Davina, I mean, I don't know this season, but 
last season at least she wasn't a main cast member but she was still around like you saw her every now and again so maybe that's if they don't want to follow heather you know full-time anymore maybe that's what they'll do is just kind of have her be around but just not involved in the drama not fully involved you know going on the cast trip or going um you know really involved in in many personal scenes i i don't know um but it will be interesting to see uh how much she is in the season and then going forward whether whether she'll be there but um yeah season seven premieres november 3rd i think a, a big part of the drama it seems like is amanza and chrishell having a feud this season so that'll be really interesting because we've seen a lot about that on social media but we don't know exactly what happened there um so i will be very excited to see that we have so much coming out already we had a lot last week and then it feels like beginning of november end of october we have a ton more so Thank you, writer strike <laughs> and <laughs> no. an actor strike, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reality TV, so keeping us busy, which is exciting. <laughs> yes, we have a lot. We have no shortage of shows to cover, so stay with us and we will cover as much as we can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, that's all we have today. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back next week to chat with you then. Thanks for listening. Bye everyone. Bye.